Hi everyone, welcome back to Organic Vibes. I'm Rachel, Rachel Fraser, for those of you who don't know me. Um, and I wanted to welcome you to my sacred space and a place that I am going to use to inspire myself and also inspire other people um, and hopefully bring empowerment to people. That's the whole goal of this podcast and of, I think, my, my reason, um, the reason that I'm on this planet, basically, is to do all of those things, and this is the channel that I'm choosing, so if you have not listened before, welcome, I'm so excited that you are choosing to listen now, um, and if you've listened to my other podcasts, thank you, I'm really excited about this process, and about getting started because I can already envision so much for what I want this to be um, and the community that I want to create around this and the amazing people in my life that I want to interview. I already am getting overwhelmed with the number of names that are popping up into my head of people who I want to talk to um, and record our conversations for you guys. So be on the lookout. It's going to be a really exciting time. Um, I just have met so many amazing people in my lifetime, and I'm so excited to be able to share their stories with you. Um, and yeah, so today I can't sleep. <laughs> so the reason I'm recording today is because I was laying in bed and my head is just spinning um, with so many ideas and so many thoughts and, and dreams and hopes and goals and people I want to talk to and um, business stuff with my, my business with Arbonne and all of these things that are all good things but my mind is just racing and I'm still developing a, a nightly routine that will help me fall asleep faster. Oh, well there's a yawn, that's a good sign. <laughs> but I really want, uh, I'm drinking a, a mellow mind um, brand of tea that is supposed to help you fall asleep and stuff, but I also need to just put my phone down sooner, um, get away from that blue light, and just, you know, relax a little bit sooner, meditate, things like that, but I've been sitting on an idea for a podcast for a while, and I figured I might as well just go ahead and record it tonight, since I can't really fall asleep, um... And that idea is basically how getting COVID-19 really kick-started my journey to health, um, my wellness journey, if you will, which then impacted everything else, including my spiritual journey. But it really started with the idea of physical health. Um, I guess I'll start with when I was a sophomore in college, I, oh my gosh, okay, even before then, I'll start with why I became a vegan. <laughs> when I was a senior in college, I took environment, AP Environmental Science and we watched a documentary called Cowspiracy and that documentary made me, it, I, I literally cried that night. Like I, I sat up in my bed and I cried and my mom came in to check on me and ask me what was wrong, but I felt so powerless. I felt so powerless against the climate change that was occurring in our world and, and the 
destruction to, you know, forests to make agricultural land for cows to graze on and then killing the cows and inhumane and, and just disgusting circumstances and just all of these terrible things that are happening in our world. And I felt like I had no control over any of it. And it was debilitating. I felt like I was just this drop in the ocean that no matter what I did, like I would never change anything. I would never have power over anything. And I cried. I had a, almost basically had a panic attack. I couldn't like calm myself down. And my mom told me these words of, of focus on what you can control and um, focus on your circle of influence versus your circle of concern. Um, and that was something that I read later on in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by St Stephen R. Covey. But um, it's this idea that you have two circles and on the inside is your circle of influence. So it's what you can control. It's your perspective on things. It's what you do every day, the people that you connect with. And then you have your circle of concern which is the overall broad spectrum of everything that you care about and the issues that bother you. And the more energy you put into the circle of concern and the more time you spend thinking about it and the more you spend wishing that you could do more in that circle, the less time you're spending on the inside, the less time you're spending on what you can control and things that you can do to change your life and to change the lives of others and that really hit me <laughs> but I still wasn't able to make that decision because I was like oh but I can't give up meat I can't give up I can't give up cheese even though I knew that the carbon footprint of a vegan was significantly less than that of an omnivore I knew I knew the data, I, I saw that that was something that I could do, but I still felt powerless. I felt so powerless. So I ended up not becoming vegan and I just kept going about my ways and I've always struggled with feeling really disgusting after eating and just like eating until like clearing my plate and then feeling bloated and like, ugh, like overfed and wanting to sleep after meals and it never felt good, but I didn't think that I could do anything about it. Flash forward to sophomore year of college, I watched a documentary, another documentary called What the Health. I guess this was the summer before my sophomore year. Um, and in that documentary, they talked about how you can literally reverse diabetes, prevent cancers, in some cases reverse the, the symptoms of cancer, and prevent cancer in the first place and prevent Alzheimer's and prevent dementia and all of these physical benefits from eating a plant-based diet. And that was when I was like, okay, there's something to this. There is something to this. This is, and that also that both of those documentaries talked about the, the way that capitalist systems and just actually any kind of government system like tries to control people through food and through advertisements and through marketing techniques to make us feel like we are dependent on things, um, make us feel like we don't have control so that we're better citizens and that we pay for more things in the market, you know, and it's all these, these, these higher powers that are at, at acting that are really 
not there to help us um and they're actually there to to harm us um and once i realized that and i realized like this is this is terrible like we're being lied to at every stage of our lives we are being lied to about what healthcare is like we're being lied to about what it means to eat a balanced meal like we're being lied to we're being fed false information and it's it's making us powerless and that was when I decided you know what I'm going to take this in my own hands and I finally made the choice like it doesn't matter where I am it doesn't matter what I'm doing I'm going to make this choice because it's the only thing I can do it's the only choice that I can make that will make me feel better about my influence on the environment and that will make me feel better about my health and immediately I started feeling better after meals I didn't feel so bloated anymore I didn't feel awful and and gross and I didn't feel like I don't know if you can feel like your arteries clogged when you eat a greasy meal like I never felt that you know <laughs> and it was so nice and I, I had energy after meals and that was something that I had never experienced before so that's why I went vegan um, and then you know I, I watched a lot of youtubers and a lot of influencers who were vegan who spread more of a positive message around it of being accepting of mistakes like if you fall off the wagon one day it doesn't mean you're not a vegan anymore it just means that you'll try again tomorrow and that kind of message was like yes yeah <laughs> okay I, I vibe with that like patience with yourself patience with other people who don't agree with you don't try to shame anybody else into doing this like it's your choice it's not everybody's and I really really love that message so that's kind of like the kind of veganism that I wanted to portray and wanted to like you know contribute to and I started gaining more control and it felt really good but I was still in school and it was difficult to you know maintain healthy habits even as a vegan it's possible to be unhealthy um so when my school would have vegan ice cream or vegan muffins or cookies or cupcakes which they started getting a lot more of because more people were vegan and more people wanted dessert options i would go for like 10 cookies and i was like oh they're vegan it's fine and instead of eating dinner you know like i i wouldn't go for the salads i would go for like the vegan hot dog that they had when the salad i i knew somewhere deep down that it would be better for me so i i, I developed some unhealthy habits and I still tried, you know, to eat healthy when I can't, when I could, but I started looking for like the substitutes of what I was missing out on from, from not being, uh, or from, from being vegan and not choosing to eat meat and dairy anymore. Um, and then that coupled with the stress that I was under in, in, in undergrad, it was, it was a lot and I wasn't prioritizing my health. I wasn't prioritizing my mental health. Um, a lot of stuff happened throughout college which I will talk about in many other podcasts but that made me feel powerless and that really made me feel like I didn't really deserve to to be healthy or I, I couldn't make the time and again that idea of like I don't have control I don't have control over how much I sleep like there's a snowplow outside my window like I can't sleep it's not my fault it's, it's a snowplow and that kind of thing and um really felt powerless and then senior year hits and my friends and I are sitting in the dining hall and we're waiting, just waiting for the email that tells us that this is March, <laughs> tells us that we have to leave campus and go home because there's a pandemic. 
and we're sitting there anxiously. Every other school in Boston is shutting down and Wellesley's still open and we still haven't heard anything. And a few of my friends were like, fuck it, I'm gonna eat some mac and cheese. And like my vegan friends are friends who were trying to eat vegan. And I was like, you know what, me too. The world is ending. What does it matter what I put in my body? What does it matter? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter if I'm unhealthy. Like, who knows if I'm going to have tomorrow, that kind of thing. And I got this, like, unhealthy mindset of, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to do what makes me feel good in this moment. And that is powerlessness. That was me saying, I am succumbing to external circumstances and I'm just going to be a sheep. I'm just going to follow, you know, I'm just going to eat whatever, not pay attention to my health because I'm just, I just want to, you know, quick serotonin boost with this sweet, you know, cereal or something like, and I just, I justified it, you know, I justified it in a lot of ways. I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to go home for the summer, like, I don't want to be a burden on my family. So I don't want them to have to buy especially vegan stuff when I could have gone to the grocery store and just gotten produce, you know? Like, there are so many ways for me to make it work. My mother is so supportive. She would have never, like, pressured me into eating meat. But I, I justified it in a, a number of ways and stopped being vegan for the summer. And then I, I moved into an Airbnb. Um, because I was doing online research with, um, my school, which was great. And, um, I was making money and I was working at Amazon. So I had enough money to afford an Airbnb over the summer. And I lived there with my dog and it was nice. Um, and I was feeling really sad because I didn't have a senior year or senior spring. And there was so much I was missing out on. I missed my friends and I missed being able to just party and have a good time and go out with my friends and I had all this bottled up rage of like wanting to do that, you know, bottled up like needing social interaction and I was needing so much for, for external sources of happiness. Um, so I was eating crappy foods like pizza. Um, I was, you know, wishing that I could go out and drink alcohol. I was drinking wine, you know, that's, I didn't. I wasn't an alcoholic or anything like that, but I was reaching for like these external sources of, of happiness and of escape when in reality I should have looked internally. Um, but I couldn't even start thinking about looking internally because I was so obsessed with this idea of like, I just want to be happy in the moment. <laughs> and so I didn't want to do the inner work that could be painful of, looking at myself in the mirror and saying like you've got some shit <laughs> you've got some problems it's okay I still love you but you got some work to do I didn't want to deal with that I was looking for escape so the minute that the president started saying stuff about opening the country again um and Texas reopened all of their bars <laughs> in like May or June, I took that as an opportunity, as a sign, and I guess that the universe was like, okay, go out and have fun. <laughs> and I was one of the 
oh, I don't want to be too hard on myself and other people and me, you know, or anything. But I was one of those people who got so excited about the, the possibility of, you know, going out and having a good time and getting all that external validation that I did. And I, I had a friend and we went to like a, a few bars and stuff like that and um, got drunk and, you know, made some poor decisions and had fun, I guess, but also my sleep was trash. I was not sleeping well. I was not sleeping enough. I wasn't treating my body well. I was feeding it too much alcohol, not enough nutrients. And it was just not, it was not healthy. And I knew it. And I knew every decision that I made, I was like, this is not good for you. Like, this is not what you want. But I convinced myself that it was because it made me happy in the moment. And I, yeah, I really didn't hit me until I woke up one morning feeling absolutely terrible and feeling a little short of breath and my sinuses were acting up. Um, I felt overheated and I thought I was just hungover because the night before was questionable but throughout the day I just tried to be really careful I wore a mask and I, I didn't really want to be around people um, and then I started feeling better so I was like okay I'm better and I had dinner plans that night so I went to dinner with some friends and you know it was indoor and <laughs> just, just looking back I'm like really you idiot but also I love myself, so I'm trying to be gentle, but like, really, dude, you did that? Questionable. So I went to dinner, and then afterwards, I, we were all like, you know what? Yeah, like, everything's open. Like, let's go to the bar. So we went to a bar after I had already not been feeling well and should have taken that as a sign of like, girl, go home and get some rest. Maybe you can sleep this off or and like not prevent, you know, getting anybody else sick. But I didn't even think of that. So immediately you know we went out had a good time and whatever and then um the next day yeah I was just like shit I have a fever I can't smell anything I can't taste anything and I just have no energy I was like I just want to stay in bed all day I just want to relax I don't want to think about anything I don't want to do anything I just I don't even want to like look at my phone I just want to sleep so I slept a lot and I had work um online and I tried going to that but then everyone was like oh if you're sick like you can relax and you can sleep and at one point I tried to you know zoom into a phone call and like turn off my my camera so I could just kind of lay down and I fell asleep during this this talk and so embarrassed um because my apparently my camera was actually on uh, which I didn't find out until later so hopefully not everybody saw that but I yeah I was I was just so sick and so had no energy and just I felt awful and couldn't eat I didn't want to eat I didn't want to eat anything because I couldn't taste anything I would make coffee in the morning and 
normally when I would wake up to the smell of coffee, you know, like that, I love that smell. And I couldn't smell my coffee. I put my nose up to the glass and could not smell it. And I was, I got so depressed. I just got so upset because I knew it was my doing. I knew that I could have prevented this. And I also knew, like, I just felt like my body was failing me. And I felt like I had no control. No matter how much I wished I could smell something, no matter how much I wished I could taste my food, I had no control over the situation. I would stand up out of bed and need to catch my breath. I was trying to practice guitar and could barely get through a singing a song because I couldn't breathe. I could sure as hell couldn't exercise. I would walk to the car and be short of breath and so I, I called everybody that, you know, I was in contact with and told them like, hey, I, I think I might have COVID. I'm really sorry that I was around you, but I just want you to know. And so if you develop symptoms, like, please get tested, that kind of thing. So I told everybody I was very open and honest um, and asked people like, hey, are you feeling sick? Like, what's going on? Like, I tried to check in with them just to see what was going on. And pretty much everybody said that they were fine. Um, one of my friends, though, um, did lose, like, her sense of taste and smell a little bit, but then it came back, and this was also around the time with, like, the Saharan dust storm was, like, ravaging through the city, so it was, the air quality was terrible anyways, and people were having trouble breathing, so some people chalked it up to that, that they were just like, oh, maybe it's just the dust, and I was like, I don't think so. Um, and then I finally, my mom picked me up, thankfully. I have my mom um, as a resource and she picked me up and took me to go get my um, my COVID test and I wore masks the whole time and, and so we went to go get a COVID test and was waiting for the results and waiting for the results and eventually I started feeling better um, and I started healing and I, I started having I could breathe again I could you know get up and down and sit up and without gasping for air and um I'm so lucky that I had the opportunity to quarantine by myself um my mom picked up my dog so she had him so that I couldn't I didn't have to take it for walks and stuff like that so I didn't have to be outside and I um I'm so glad that nobody that was at risk you know got this disease from me um but I was, you know, a part of that, that wave and looking back and saying like, ugh, like when all of those 20 somethings, those stupid 20 somethings rushed back to the bars, I was like, I was one of them. And that just makes me feel so, so terrible um, to think of like what could have happened if, you know, I didn't have my own space and God forbid, what if I had gotten my mom sick or, you know, a friend's mom or a friend, you know, I just felt awful about that. But as soon as I started getting better and I could feel my, my lungs strengthening again, I was like, okay, you're going to work out. I was like, you are going to get on that mat, that yoga mat and do some push-ups and, and start this program and and work like you're gonna do this like your body feels so weak you feel so weak so powerless you need to remind yourself 
how strong you are. And so I did. And I started, I, I started a Beachbody um, program with my friend Rachel, who is a coach, and she, you know, helped me stay accountable and gave me a bunch of resources and um, a vegan protein shake and stuff like that. And just, I found my answer, <laughs> not my only answer, but I found my answer for where I was in that moment of like, okay, like I need some structure, I need some motivation, I need to start exercising my body. And it, it came from this sense of like, of needing control and of needing power and to retake, reclaim my power that I have over my own body because I felt like it had been stri- stripped away from me with that disease. And I never actually got my results because they got lost. I logged into the, the application once they said it was, not the application, I logged into the website once they said my results were ready and they were like, there was no record for this. So to this day, I still don't know if I actually had COVID and I could get antibody testing, but I'm, I'm getting routinely tested for COVID here at Columbia. So, um, I haven't gotten antibody testing yet. And I, I don't really want to go to a city med and risk getting it. So, um, you know, it could be explained away by something else, by a cold or something, but I just really think that it was COVID because it's one of the things that was like rampant at that time and still is. Um, and it just, all the symptoms, you know, losing your sense of taste and sense of smell and just all of that, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. So yeah, that was where it started. <laughs> it was that as soon as I had the strength to do it again, I was like, you know what, this is what my body needs. Like, this is what my body's trying to tell me. Like it desperately wants to be strong. It desperately wants you to take control. And from then I, I started exercising, you know, it started with like maybe three times a week or something. Started trying to do yoga a little bit more here and there. Wasn't really sharing my journey much with anybody other than the support group that comes along with the Beachbody, um, like signing up with Beachbody, but, and just kind of here and there, like, yeah, I started working out a little bit, but not on Instagram, because I still, I would look at myself in the mirror, and I was like, okay, yeah, nobody really wants to see that, like, you're good. I, I still love myself, you know, I, I didn't think that I was disgusting or anything, and I actually, like, I started like making TikTok videos and stuff and like started feeling com- more comfortable with moving my body for the ca- and like in front of a camera and stuff and like even though I was a little bit I guess overweight or whatever I was not the perfect ideal body type I was I found myself sexy I was like yes girl like you you look so good and stuff and like started feeling that immediately even though I wasn't showing like a huge sign of progress and it wasn't this idea of like oh my god I look like this ideal standard it was like oh my God, you put in work today. And like, look, you can see like tiny little signs of progress. Or like, you just feel good. Like I was just felt myself, you know? And it was those little, like those little moments of just like growth and acceptance every step of the way and just love. And I just had so much love for myself and so much love for my body because my body got me through that. It got me through COVID and it told me that something was wrong. And so I chose to listen. And so that is why in my Instagram and and all of my posts and everything I really want to stress this idea of like empowerment and just strength rather than you know achieving a small waistline or you know perfect hourglass figure like yeah it'd be nice it's not like I'm not gonna like 
work towards looking how I want to look or whatever, but like that cannot be my main goal because if it is, I will get so frustrated. And this has happened. Like I get so frustrated when I don't see the progress that I start getting sad or I start getting unmotivated and I'm like, oh, it's not even working anyway. When in reality, like that's not it. It's not about whether or not the workout is like making you have a six pack or something. It's about, you know, the feeling that you get when you realize like I can do 10 pushups today. Yesterday I could only do nine or I can do a pushup today. Yesterday I couldn't do any. Those tiny, like not tiny, those are significant. Those small accomplishments that, you know, a fitness trainer might not tell you is worth it. Like those things are what you need to be paying attention to because that is what true like growth is it's those small things that are not insignificant but on a large scale like don't seem that significant but one thing I'm learning about like again going back to like your circle of influence like every action no matter how small is significant every single thing that you do throughout your day could be impacting somebody else's day It could be impacting the way you view the world. It could be impacting, you know, the way that you make choices. And in the future, I mean, like the choices you make now will impact your choices in the future. And that is not something to be messed with. (laughs) That is not a small feat. That is incredible. And you could meet one person and change their life for the better without even knowing it, you know, like you might never see that person again, but you might have one conversation that sparked something in them that could, you know, change their world and they can change somebody else's life. And that is like the butterfly effect. The lollipop effect is what I've heard. Like you just never know. And how dare you not try? How dare you not shine your light for the world and try to make a difference in every small interaction because we have so much power and that is what I've learned is like through every small thing that I do I am increasing my power I am increasing my strength and I'm realizing the power that I have as a human being as a spiritual being like I I have so much power and so does every single person and it took me kind of going through a real down a real low point in my life um, of depression or depressed mood or and anxiety and panic attacks and unhealthy eating and not lack of exercise and then getting COVID to really wake up. And now that I'm, have put more emphasis on physically being stronger and physically feeding my body better, I decided to, to commit to being a vegan, vegan again on Um, The anniversary of the first day that I decided in the first place, August 15th, it's my special day. Um, And from then, I've just been every single day making that commitment to myself of making myself stronger, healing my body through the foods that I eat, through the actions that I take, healing my spirit through the people that I talk to and the messages that I spread and the messages that I receive. And I'm just so much happier for it. And my physical growth has led to my spiritual growth because now that my body is like not having to worry about you know these 
awful sleeping patterns and habits of like of snoozing for two hours in the morning every 10 minutes and of worrying about stomach aches and sickness and stuff. I don't have to worry about that anymore because I'm, I'm doing everything that I can to take care of my body. And so now I have more time for other things like meditation and yoga and things that connect me to my, my higher self. And it feels so amazing. And one thing I want to stress is that it's, it's so different for every single person and everybody's journey is unique. And there's no way to force yourself into changing there's no way to force yourself into or shame yourself is that's also something that really hit me. I read, um, I thought it was just me, but it isn't by Brene Brown, Dr. Brene Brown. And she talks about how you can't shame other people into changing their behaviors. And that's something I've always known about. Like I've always felt about veganism. It's like, you can't shame someone into being a vegan. It just makes them feel bad about themselves. And then they're not going to want to listen to you. You can't shame somebody into changing their political views. You can't shame someone into thinking what you want them to think because they're just not going to listen to you it's so much more effective and better for your soul to just share with people and let them take it as they will so this podcast this this episode in particular is not to tell you like you have to start now <laughs> like you have to start working out now you have to start eating healthy become a vegan blah 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 you have to do all right now or else you're never going to be healthy like that is not the message that I want to spread at all please don't take that away from this i am just sharing my personal journey to show you guys like how different it can be it's not always this pretty picture that you see on Instagram. I tried to be honest with being sick when I was on Instagram um, and how that was for me, you know, but I wasn't completely honest with the full story. So that's what this podcast is for. This is my organic place where my space, my safe space, where I can just be honest about who I am and what I've gone through and inspire other people to do the same about being, you know, honest with themselves and with other people. And... I really hope that if you take anything from this episode, it's that you should be patient with yourself. And above all other things, love yourself and do everything, you know, everything on your fitness journey, everything on your health journey, do it out of love for yourself and out of love for other people and love for the planet and do it out of love. Don't do it out of hate. Um, or disgust or like you know I guess those are the only two words I can think of right now but like if you look at yourself in the mirror and say like oh I'm disgusted by you I have to change you that is not no please don't do that like that will lead to unhealthy habits of over dieting or or just being upset with yourself or binging because, you know, just like there are so many unhealthy things that can come from that mindset. So just have this mindset. This is the only thing I will say how you have to do <laughs> is have a mindset of love and have a mindset of positivity and just, just working every single day to be stronger and a mindset of power and reclaiming your power and realizing your power. It's okay to have moments of powerlessness, to have moments where you feel like you have no control over anything and that, you know what, I'm just going to eat a whole tub of ice cream, you know, like it happens. People go through that. Hopefully you'll make it to the next day and decide not to do that the next day, but you also have no guarantee of tomorrow. And you can, you can t choose two paths 
when you hear that, you know, like, like I did when I thought that the world was ending and we were all getting sent home because of COVID and I chose the path of, I might not be here tomorrow, so I might as well eat all these, you know, junk foods and, and treat my body terribly and, you know, chug a half a bottle of wine on my way to my friend's room because <laughs> the world is ending, nothing matters anymore. And that was all my mindset at that time. Or you can choose the path of the world feels out of control. Everything is, is, you know, messed up right now, but you know what I can control? My inner self and my, my mindset. That is all that I can control right now. So that's what I'm going to do. In this past summer, I did both. <laughs> I did both time and time again. I went back and forth. I, you know, sometimes I would like, you know what? No, I can, I can eat vegan today. And I would try and felt good. Next day I would be like, what does it even matter? But just realize that everything that you decide to do is a choice and that you have the power to decide your life. And you know, to decide your perspective on things. And that's beautiful. And that's amazing. And you should love yourself for that because you are powerful. <laughs> I really hope that you don't walk away from this feeling like you have to be something else that you're not. I hope that you walk away from listening to this podcast thinking, wow, she messed up. <laughs> she's, she's been through it. Um, but look at her now and I might be in a, in a bad place right now, but you know what? There's, there's so much that I can do to change that. And I just really want to empower you guys to take control of your life and take control of your decisions, um, and be gracious with yourself. And admit when you've made bad decisions and when you've made good decisions. And acknowledge both. Thank both because both will teach you something. And, you know, try again tomorrow. <laughs> That's all you can do is just try again tomorrow and hope that there is a better tomorrow. And just do your very best. So I will stop there because I'm still not that tired, but I should probably get some sleep and I, yeah, I really love that I have this platform to finally just be able to be honest with people and tell them about my journey um, towards veganism and health and fitness and stuff in a way that I'm not judging myself, I'm not filtering myself, I'm not, you know posing perfectly so that you can see, you know, putting on a full face of makeup, like I'm sitting here in my pajamas, looking in the mirror with my hair all messed up. Like that is the vibe of this podcast. And I love it. And it's such a great way for me to be able to share my story. And I really hope that it resonates with you. And I really hope that you continue to listen. And if you have any questions, reach out to me. I'm working on my website to, you know, create like a more consistent way of interacting with people and stuff and I made a podcast a few podcasts ago about my business with Arbon and what I'm doing with that and how I feel like that really aligns with my values and everything that I've learned this summer um, and I really want to connect people and help empower people to live their best lives 
So with that, I will say good night and thank you so much for listening and for being a part of Organic Vibes um, and for shining your light in whatever way that it makes sense for you at this moment. And never give up hope, love on yourself, and realize your power. Bye.